Welcome to episode 12 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. We recorded this one, actually, in the hopes, I think, that we were going to uh, let it out next week, and then realized we didn't do nearly enough turkey talk. Um, so we swapped out this episode uh, with who we actually are going to release next week. So if we have some confusing dates or things like that that we mention, or maybe we say Thanksgiving, um, don't get confused um, I'm mentioning, that's why I'm mentioning it now, so you don't get scared or worried or nervous or scared. Um, but, uh, basically, next week we have another really awesome guest, uh, and that's way more of a Thanksgiving episode, because next week is Gobble Gobble Turkey Day. So, I'm sure you guys are all sitting in your cars or in, uh, in your rooms or wherever you listen to this podcast, maybe the gym or with a friend, or on a romantic date, like we've mentioned before, and you're thinking, hey, in a few days, I get a bunch of days off work, and we're going to eat to our heart's content. And that's certainly what I'm thinking. I'm very excited for next week. And uh, there's nothing's going to change that. It's turkey, turkey, gobble, gobble time, and I'm, everyone's excited about that. So, um, good. you know, basically, all I need to say is this week's guest is someone very near and dear to all of our hearts, because if you've been a fan of the show, you've been listening to the music, and this is the guy that composed it. He did the intro and outro music. His name is Chris Hackman. He also has a band called The Fuzzy Crystals, which we mentioned on the show, but we forgot to mention that they have a brand new album coming out on February 5th called It's Over. Um, I hope that It's Over doesn't mean that they're done making music because they are good, and I don't want them to be done making music, so please, if they hear this, please don't just don't stop. Um, but yeah, you can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Uh, at the Fuzzy Crystals on all their social media. So check that out, February 5th of 2016. Ooh, that's our first future future plug for the new year. So um, check that out in 2016, February 5th, the month of love. And um, that's all for today, I think. Um, get into this show. I hope you enjoy it. We were really excited to get Chris Hackman into the studio because, you know, like I said, he's been a big part of making the show what it is through his music. So check him out on all social media and don't miss him live if you get a chance. And also buy his music, you know, of course, on SoundCloud and all that kind of stuff. Um... Go to our, our all our social media at so, uh, at Super Strong Ryan or Ryan is Super Strong on all super uh, on all social media, and of course rate and review us as always. So um, hope you guys have a nice last week gearing up into the Thanksgiving week, and we'll talk to you guys on the other side. Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am Super Strong. Today's strength level is basically one of those old-school wizards with all the tricks, the lightning tricks and the funky strength tricks. You remember those old funky wizards, Nathan? You remember those? Yeah. Wasn't it Napoleon Dynamite uh, that mentioned that girls only like wizards with tricks? I honestly don't remember that. Napoleon Dynamite maybe quote, but good try, good try, pulling a really topical <laughs> topical reference out today in 2015, Napoleon Dynamite. Hey, if you want to talk about strength level, his first name is Napoleon and his last name is fucking Dynamite. Well, maybe someday Napoleon Dynamite will be my strength level, but that's not today. I won't say nor will it ever be, because I just said a sentence before that that would make no sense to say those two sentences together. But anyway, let's get back to the show. Nathan, you're sending me off track right away, which pisses me off, as everyone knows. I'm really excited about our guest today, and I'll tell you why. We have, as of right now, released seven episodes, and uh, and this, this episode will actually be episode number 13 that we're recording right now today, but... We've recorded, we've released seven, and all of our listeners have been hearing music, intro music that is funky, outro music that is also funky and causes emotions to be evoked during the outro, that I think everyone leaves the podcast with a really nice feeling in the end. And the, the reason that we used those tracks was, first of all, because I like them, but second of all, because somebody wrote them. And we have that somebody in the studio today. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah! So no, this is it's better when somebody writes music versus when nobody writes. Nathan, music. if you interrupt my intro again, I'm gonna give you a, a head punch. 
See, and now he's just tempting me. <laughs> okay, so the, everybody back on track. I don't know what's in, into Nathan. Well, I do know that he has a quesadilla in them, but, he, I do, but I don't know what's gotten into him besides food today. But I want to welcome our guest, Chris Hackman. Greetings. Hey, man. Hi. So you wrote the intro and outro music for us. I did. I did. Thanks. Oh, absolutely. You know, it was my pleasure. I was going to do it anyways. Yeah. And uh, I've got these voices in my head that are funky. Right. And I needed to expel them so that I don't go mad, basically. Yeah. Well, we, we love the tracks, and, I, and I've, had so, I've had so many comments, I'm being honest, about, about the music on the show. And I think it sets up the vibe for the podcast. Hi. We have an inspirational, motivational podcast here. And I think that your tracks do... Evoke those emotions for all of our listeners, and they tune in weekly to hear it. That's beautiful. Does it make you feel good to know that? I mean, if I can have any part in affirming growth and human evolution Mm -hmm. um, in anyone, myself included, uh, that's what I'm about. Okay. Well, so what I'd like to do... so, um, so, So the intro music, which we just heard at the front of the show... Well, uh, is is about a track? It's a track that's about two minutes long, mm-hmm. and so what I'd like to do because we only ever play about a minute of it. We never get to the B section of the tune, which is one of my favorite parts of the mm. tune. So for our listeners, I'd kind of like to play this track. It's called Dance Disco Dreamer, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Let's get down, Dance Disco Dreamer. So let's listen to this track, um, and we can talk over it and have some fun. But I want my listeners to pay special attention to this track, especially the B section that they don't normally get to hear because it just breaks down real funky-like, okay? Let's get down. This is the part everyone knows. This is normally where I'm like, hey guys, you know, like that. Like hey that. guys. Huh. Nathan, do you like it? I do. <laughs> I mean, sure. Here we go. Here comes the BS6 right now. <laughs> Get down. Don't stop. Disco Dreamer, correct? Absolutely. That's the name of the song, right? I'm make sure I'm right about these two tracks. I can't remember the names now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the first time the listeners have gotten that second minute of treat well, I'm glad from that, that B section on that tune, which I love that. Opportunity. I love that little bass line you got going. So, yeah, man, that's where we start every show is by your music. And I think that's really cool. And amazing. I'm thankful that you're here because I wanted to have you on the show since we started to say, hey, you guys have been listening to this guy. This is the guy. This Chris guy. Hackman. So the music is from Velvet Buck, which is kind of like your, like, uh, that's like your comp- composition project, basically, right? Just just you. <laughs> and then you do a lot of licensing of that music through K&W Publishing. Is that right? That's correct. And then, uh, but you're also in other bands, which I also love, which is Green, Green Horse, right? Green Horse. Which is awesome, they, and we'll talk about that later in plugs. But you do a lot of different music. It's true. I'm in a, I'm in a few different groups. So it's you know some, the activity ebbs and flows, but always I'm busy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad that we started today off with some real funky dance music because the next thing that we always get into are the hard questions, mm-hmm. and I ask you the hard questions, and they're sometimes hard and uncomfortable to answer. <laughs> Um, for example, one that everybody wants to know right away from listening to your music is, do you crunch ice when you're drinking a drink? Do you crunch your ice in your mouth? 
I uh, I only get drinks neat. Mmm, drinks neat. All mm-hmm. all drinks neat. Coca Cola, I prefer warm and flat. Is uh, that true, or are you making a little joke? No, like at Thirsty Crow, you can just get like flat Coke. Um, Is that for real? Absolutely, flat Coke. And then it's your option to put like a like whiskey or like ice in it, but I never do. Mm-hmm. You're not a big alcohol guy, right? Uh, you know, I'm taking a little break. Yeah, taking a little breaky from that. Nathan, uh, do you crunch your ice? No, I was gonna say sure, but actually, but you no. don't. No, I don't. Yeah. No. it hurts That's your, my teeth. Yes, yeah, so we've talked about. I've talked about this on the show before with some guests, and it's something that I do enjoy. I, I like to crunch ice. You know, I've isn't that a, a sign of like a... low iron? <laughs> I mean, I'm not a diet scientist, but <laughs> you're not. I mean, I, I read the papers online. Why the hell did we have him on the show if he's not a diet scientist? I was thinking the same thing. This is a motivational podcast, and you're not coming with the diet science for us. Well, maybe uh, you need to look into some more red meat, possibly an iron supplement. Mm, okay. Yeah. See, this is something we've talked about because I I, I don't think I am low on iron, and um, I just like to crunch ice. It's fun. I feel like I'm kicking the shit out of some ice. I'm saying I'm the boss of you, ice. You don't. You don't boss me around. You're in my mouth. Exactly. You know, and I say that as I crunch it, and I laugh at it, <laughs> and I like to think that as it's melting, it's kind of crying, right? Absolutely. I and mean, it makes me feel stronger. Angels' tears. Do you think it's funnier to say robot or robot? Robot. Robot. Oh, clearly. I've yeah. been saying robot for. At least a decade. That's how you say it? Clearly. So address Nathan as if he were one right now and say, excuse me, like that, and just order him to do something. You don't have to do it, Nathan, but I want him to order you as if you were a robot. Stand down, robot. That felt anti-Semitic. What did? What he said or what I said? What he said. (laughs) Okay. Nathan, that's not what a robot would say. Can you order him again to stand down? Robot, please stand down and perform the calculations. Answer him in kind. I still felt anti-Semitic. Nathan's being a bring, bringing a special kind of argumentative vibe today to me, which I'm not <laughs> appreciating. And I'm sorry that you're going to have to view us going at it a lot today, but he is really <clears throat> not making my day easy right off the get, right off from the get-go. Okay, so my next question is important as well. If a frog was a robot. Would it still say ribbit or robot? Uh, I mean, it all depends on the programmers and, like, what brand of frog. Exactly. That's what I've been saying. But Nathan thinks it would just say robot. 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 How about ribbits? Ribbit is funnier. Ribbit. Ribbits. That would be a good programmer if you programmed the frog to say ribbit. <laughs> Don't you think so? It's just very inappropriate, I think, for for a lot of consumers, though. If the frog, if the robot frog said ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. I mean, you can't put that in the hands of a child. That's kind of funny, isn't it? Ribbit. That's kind of two body parts, isn't it? Hmm. Rib and butt. I hadn't considered that. And a McRib, that's kind of made out of the butts of stuff, probably. Don't you think? If you're lucky. Rib butt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like a McRib probably is made out of the butts of something, but it might not be the rib part that's made it's out like of the butts. It's like cigarette butts. <laughs> it might be the bun that's made out of butt parts. Hmm. The bun? Yeah. Hmm. You ever wish your faucets in your house had a different liquid coming out of them than water? You mean like a hot sauce or something? <laughs> sure, that's a liquid. Uh, it, it, that, I feel like that would be a little much, though, if, if all your faucets were running hot sauce. That's a little much hot sauce. <laughs> Things are taking up in there. That would get in your pores in the shower in the morning. You'd, have, you'd be a spicy boy. A little spicy boy. Wouldn't um, you? You know, I've, that thought has never crossed my mind until now. That you'd be a little spicy boy if you had hot sauce going on you in the shower every day? Just the faucet question in general. But it opens up a whole... Mm-hmm. universe of possibilities. Well, and you're a bald man, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Nathan's a bald man. So what, if you guys had hot sauce coming down on your head in the shower, I feel like your scalps would get scorched. I shave in the shower, so that would be especially problematic. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be, a, that'd be a tangy morning for you. Get all your, all your yeah. pores are open up, and then you pour hot sauce in the cuts? Yeah. Or pores and stuff? Yeah. No, I think that would be highly unpleasant. It'd probably be pretty sanitary, though. I mean, that's 
peppers are peppers are pretty good for wounds and things like that, aren't they? Kind of an active cauterizing agent. I don't think that's accurate. It's gotta be. That said, I'm not gonna try it either way. Scoville scale says heat equals cauterization factor. I've never once had a paper cut and thought, man, if only I had a habanero nearby. Mm. On it. Yeah, it'd probably hurt really bad, but it'd probably work. I don't know. I'm not a diet scientist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyone here is. Uh... Well, I thought I thought we were having a guest that was a diet scientist. I don't know. I mean, you, you said more red meat, so if you become a diet scientist and stick with that advice, I will follow your diet science. That's true. Excellent. This could be the start of something very lucrative for me. It could. That's true. So, back to the question, though. What mm-hmm. liquids do you... Would, if you could swap out water for other liquids coming out of your showers and faucets and everything, what, what kind of liquids are you thinking? Well, here's my plan. Um, if I'm swapping liquids out of my faucets, I'm going to go uh, raw virgin coconut water. Ooh. Bottle that, sell it, and then buy alkaline water. Or the hi- highest mm-hmm. quality water you can buy is just a fraction of coconut water because it's so rare. What makes a... Coconut a virgin? <laughs> That's a fabulous question, and one that I think uh, you'd probably have to email Whole Foods to really get a concrete answer. Doesn't it kind of creep you out to, to think that other coconuts aren't labeled virgin and wonder what's been done to them? Uh, yesterday I was looking at a box of tuna fish um, that one of my friends' studios, and on the box it said low mercury. And that raises a similar question, like, so if it doesn't say low mercury on my tuna, that's troubling. Well, that's true. I mean, but, I mean that's that's true just because of the way our Earth is being treated right now. We got some weird mercury things going on in the ocean, especially mm-hmm. with tuna and sea, sea fish of all types. But coconuts being virgins, having to be labeled as a virgin coconut. Sure. I mean, well, I don't want to drink no, non-virgin. Me neither. That's. I mean, then I got to get tested. I never thought about it until recently when I saw that virgin coconut thing and I went, what have I been drinking? <laughs> what have I done? Coconut cake, coconut cream pie. What have we been doing? <clears throat> Who's touching those coconuts? Nathan, probably. <laughs> I was thinking Dudley Moore. I don't know who that is. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe your blood's blue inside of you? Um, until it hits oxygen, yes. Do you believe that? Um, of course. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nathan? You think your blood is blue inside of you? I thought it was just the veins were blue and the blood was always red. That's the question, isn't it? It's a real chicken or the egg situation because no one can get in there without bringing oxygen in. Unless you're in space. Ooh, a non-oxygenated... Ooh. Exactly. So what if you went into a non-oxygenated chamber and got sliced... Would you pour mm-hmm. out blue blood? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be one way to find out. Another one would be to do the experiment on the moon. <laughs> Is there no oxygen, though, in the atmosphere of of the moon? Um, I'm going to say no. Hmm. I'm not a diet scientist, so I'm not sure about how that works. I like to think about blue blood, if we all have blue blood inside. Isn't that mm-hmm. weird? Mm-hmm. Seems weird, because there's not a lot of blue things in nature. Mm-hmm. But it is the best flavor. Blueberries. There's not a lot of blue flu- Blueberries are, in my purple. opinion, kind of purple. Yeah. If I'm being honest. What are the true blue foods in nature? Blue foods in mm-hmm. nature? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Cause, you could say blue cheese, but then that's, that's like, really just mold that has grown on mm-hmm. regular mm-hmm. cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, those are blue, blue-ish veins, too. It's not even like bright blue as we would right. think yeah. about it. I mean, sky, ocean are blue. You know, those things are blue, but hmm. you don't see a lot of foods and things that we ingest that are blue naturally. So to think that our blood might be blue, it kind of makes sense in the whole scheme of things that the sky's blue and the oceans are blue, that our blood would be blue. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a romantic view, isn't it? I think uh, horseshoe crabs have blue blood, don't they? Ooh, there's those blue crabs, right? Those guys are blue. They are blue. They don't stay blue when you cook them, That's though. true. They turn red. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Delicious red. Blue Gatorade. That's blue. It's not really found in nature, Say but I, I do walk to the 7-Eleven exactly. and go through nature to find it. Red Bull's got blue now. <clears throat> Red Bull has blue. It's sweeping the nation. Ooh. Something just happened to your sound, too? Uh, I was just fiddling. Oh, okay. You were just fiddling around. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider yourself a little sweetie pie? 
Obviously. Yeah. You uh, seem like a sweetie pie. You know, I like to take take my girl out, out and show her a good time, treat her treat her nice. Does she you call know? you a sweetie pie? Does she say, thanks for taking me out, you're such a sweetie pie? Yeah, or like, thanks, hun. Mm, hun. Mm-hmm. Short uh, for honey? Waitresses, uh... Or short waitress for hunger. Called me lucky one time, like... Who did? A waitress? Here's your pancakes, lucky. She just called you lucky? That's like a sweetie pie analog, right? I've never heard anybody just randomly call somebody lucky. Did me she neither. know you? No, it was our first time meeting. Are you lucky? Extremely. I'm a, a quarter Irish. Mmm, luck of the Irish. Did you eat a lot of Lucky Charms growing up? Not just growing up. Pots of gold and rainbows and me red balloons? Uh, rainbows? Yeah. Every day. Every day. I mean, frequently not every day. Sometimes I got uh, a cookie crisp. Well, so earlier you said every day you ate Lucky Charms, and then you automatically took that back. Is this going to be a thing that we get into a lot in this episode of the podcast, where you say something and have to retract it? I think that's just human nature. Mmm. That sounds like the answer of a true sweetie pie. What do you think, Nathan? Sure. I had no thought. (laughs) Nathan has this way of ticking me off right at the most inappropriate moments. So... Let's get back on track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So something you don't know about this show quite yet is that we don't have a lot of sponsors right now that are paying the big bucks like Target or um, things like that. I can't think of any other business but Target. <laughs> but we do, since we are a small podcast, we do talk to small businesses, new apps, and things like that. We give them some sponsorship time hmm. on the show. Um and it's all about relationships. It's all about networking and getting these guys to say, and they say, "Hey, Ryan, your podcast is blowing up. We want we want some of that cheese. You know, we want to get into those listeners' ears. Can you do a little spot for us?" And so we do that. We do that. We do spots for people all the time. And so so today I'd like to we do about two every episode, nice mm-hmm. ads for so for local businesses and things like that. So the first advertisement today, and I always I also always do this with the guest here because you never know what we might hit on for you. You might really enjoy the ad and want to go check it out as soon as you get out of this recording. I've got needs. Exactly. Um, so this new, this new business is called Food for More. Nathan, do you remember the, the business Food for Less in Kansas? I do. Was Food for Less a nationwide thing? Or? Yeah, they have, they have one out here. They have Food for Less out here? Yeah. Is that, you know about Food for Less, Chris? Yeah, it's like a smart and final kind of. Yeah, yeah, you go in there and you get food for less money than your average Joe place. But this place is called Food for More, where they're actually giving you the opportunity to spend crazy amounts of money. They kind of built their business plan off of uh, of like, uh, stores like Whole Foods, mm-hmm. selling asparagus waters for $18. <laughs> And it's it's so cool because you actually walk in and the ticker just starts and you owe money just for hanging around in there. Snap. So you literally can't walk in without spending money because you're you owe money the minute you step in there. Um, so they have all kinds of things. Uh, you want to name some some products that you might buy and I'll tell you how much they cost. Uh, absolutely. Or tell tell me give me an example of something you buy and how much that might cost you on a regular basis. Uh, I might buy. Um... Virgin coconut water? Let's say happy eggs. Happy you know, eggs. Cage-free local heirloom eggs. Where are you getting those from here in L.A.? Um, I usually shop at Ralph's or Trader Joe's. Okay, and how much does a does a carton of eggs cost, of happy eggs cost it's for like you about? Five twenty nine if you slide your card. Right. Well, at Food for More, it costs fifteen thirty six with tax. <laughs> so they're giving you an opportunity to pay triple about. That's elite. That you'd normally that you'd normally pay. And think of that feeling I would carry as I hung out with my friends, knowing that they'd paid way less. Yeah, for their dinner. How do you like this, Nathan? You like this new business? Sure. One word. It makes my blood boil. It's just crickets. This makes my blood boil. Complete silence. Well, we've actually had crickets on the show. We've had crickets. We had a cricket. But we don't. We don't have Mr. Cricket on the show today. Hmm. Oh, that's his name. I, mean, I didn't pick it. I would if I picked his name, it'd be much more creative. But he, when he met us, he introduced himself as Mr. Cricket. Something like Jeremy. I mean, maybe, maybe that would be what I felt that day if I was to name a cricket. But he he came at us with Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. Back to the back to the advertisement for these people. So <coughs> st- shop at Food for More. They're opening 50 uh, locations, one in each state, 
in the next two months, and uh, their IPO is is scheduled to be out in three months, and I would I would get in on that. Put some money down for food for more. People like spending money these days, and you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why buy a carton of Happy Eggs for five when you can spend over fifteen? Sweeping the nation. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So back to the show. Here's a segment that everybody guests and um, and listeners alike love. They love it. So this segment is something called Compliment Corner. In Compliment Corner, what you and I will do is we have a moment just between us where I look in your eyes and I give you a compliment and you look in my eyes and you give me a compliment. And, uh, and it's as simple as that. That's a really beautiful practice. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, so welcome to Compliment Corner. I'm Ryan. Hi, I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. So I would just like to say as your compliment that I love your music. I think you're very talented. Oh, well, thank you. That, yeah. that is heartwarming to hear. Good. And very validating. Um, I think that you smell great. Oh, thank you, Chris. Absolutely. Nathan doesn't say that to me. Fresh, enough. clean, it's invigorating. Well, and that's been Compliment Corner. The more you know. <laughs> Since my compliment was about your music, I'd like to jump in to talk about the outro music that mm. we do for this show and mm-hmm. let the audience listen to that because um, normally I'm talking over it. Uh, and you'll see later because we'll do that again today. But I'd like them just to hear the music you know, as it was meant to be heard without me talking over it. Beautiful. Uh, without you talking, we'll just play this one out and let them listen to the whole thing without <coughs> all the crazy vocals. This next tune is starting now. <laughs> Corner. That's a great tune, my friend. <laughs> Thank you kindly. <laughs> Nathan, do you like having the artist that did our intro and outro music here as a guest to really feel feel it? I do, and and I just want to say, Chris, uh, my favorite thing about you is you have the same amount of hair as me, and that's rare mm-hmm. in L.A. Baldies mm-hmm. unite. Yeah. Well, what would happen if you guys touched bald heads? <laughs> we would be super strong, like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> would shoot lightning. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I had this uh, this kind of desire to like put my hands over both of your heads and see if ele- if electricity starts flowing through, mm. and then I shoot mm. somebody with it. It's very exhilarating, but very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Many have tried and and not survived. Well, see, uh, sometimes I like to explain to the guests what I'm doing because I did have both arms out, uh, kind of addressing both of your heads as if I were a wizard of some sort, and uh, kind of taking your essence and strength from your heads. You know, uh, this is not a visual medium, so sometimes I like to explain to the audience. Exactly. Hey, hey I've got my arms up. I'm taking the strength of my guest and producer right now, and I'm going to shoot lightning bolts out of my fingers. At who? Well, by the door, for starters, sort of that, just to blast it out. Boom. Just blast that door out. And then there'd probably be somebody standing there, and he'd go, huh? And then he'd be like, <laughs> eating Doritos or something, and he drops the bag, and he just runs because he's so frightened. That'd be a sweet Doritos commercial, to be perfectly honest. 
So look, I'll let our listeners and you as well, Ryan, in on, on a scientific fact that not a lot of people know. So two bald people, yes, we are extremely powerful in each other's presence, but at, when, you, when you get to four bald people in a room, and this is why you never see four bald people in the same room, um, we can actually join hands and form a Tesla coil. Hmm. What if you were all laying down on like a big surface and there was hungry hippos running around and they started trying to eat your heads because you look like those little balls from the hungry, hungry hippos? Well, I would just wake up. You think this is a dream? You Within think I'm dream. explaining a dreamscape? A, dream. a dreamscape nightmare where hungry, hungry hippos are eating bald-headed people this and you guys are laying down and you're next in line and you're getting jostled around by paddles? Yeah. So, you think that's a dream? Sounds pretty dreamlike. <laughs> sounds realistic to me. Mm. Time for our next segment. Beautiful. This next segment is also a really fun one, and it's it's a strange one. It's called Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. <laughs> and Learning by Listing Rapid Fire it gives my listeners a chance to get to know the guest in a special way. And we'll, but basically what we do is I give you a topic, and you'll list everything you know about that topic Great. in five seconds. Mm-hmm. And what happens here is that my guest gets to show their knowledge or lack of knowledge on a topic, and that gives the audience a real different shade of who you are as a person. Exactly. So, welcome to Learning by Listening, Listing Rapid Fire. Are you ready for this? I'm going to no, give you the topic, I, and then I'll say go, and then you have five seconds to list as many things as you know about that topic. Great. Okay? Hit me. The topic for today's Learning by Listing Rapid Fire is... Types of apples. Go! Fuji, Gala, Pink Lady, uh, Green, Scranny Apple, Red Stop. Delicious. Mmm, got Red Delicious in there at the last minute. That's probably what I would have started with. But he started with Fuji, and I think that's an important thing to take from uh, his learning by listing. What did you learn about Crisp from how he what did that? I learned is, is he had an exceptional warm-up there, and again, because this is not a... a uh, visual medium mm-hmm. um, only you and I were privy to it mm-hmm. he warmed up by shaking his arms out like Michael Phelps mm, that's true it was a Michael Phelpian shake for yeah. sure mm-hmm. and, then, Very and, then, and then he killed the game so I feel like that's maybe a good way to approach everything in life do a, do a Phelpian release of tension in your arms before yeah. you start yeah I sure, like, but you started with Fuji. You also included Pink Lady, which is like a, that's a deep that's a deep cut <laughs> as far as the apples are concerned. I think Gala, everyone knows that Red Delicious, Granny Smith. That you know, you went for some of the the pocket standards for sure. But Fuji, Pink Lady, very impressive, very well, impressive. You. I think if one of our listeners wants to get in touch with you and talk about apples, you'd be ready to do that. Absolutely. You know, I'm no expert, but I'm no slouch either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you're not a diet scientist, and we know that now. Not even remotely. I mean, mm-hmm. I quit in my senior year of diet science. <clears throat> so uh, many academy. people stop in their senior years, and the, the, don't you just feel bad <laughs> that they didn't get that paper after all that work? They've got basically all the knowledge they're going to get. Exactly. You know? It's sad, but it's one of those things that happens in life. That's so the next sec that's been learning by listing rapid fire. We're going on right into another segment right now. Are you prepared for this? <laughs> This, ne- this another segment here we've done a couple times on the show. Um, it's called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, it's not your butt. Oh, okay. Basically, this game was invented because I went to, a, I went to the comedy store in Los Angeles a month or so ago. And you know how when you go see comedy, everyone's facing the same direction, and then they have they have two drink minimum or whatever. Sure, so then brutal. the servers come and they put their butts right in your face because they're helping the person in front of you. Exactly. You're trying to watch comedy. Yeah, they don't care. It's just a it's a freaking cash extraction right. facility. And I'm saying, hey, I'm trying to watch some comedy. Get your dang butt out of my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So basically. What this game is all about is it's a chance for us to vent a frustration. Mm. And we all will go around in a circle and we'll, t- we'll take a little chance of just saying some things that are bugging us or irking us and tell those things to get their butts out of your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll start it since this is my game, my show. And I'll start it so you get the vibe here, okay? Mm-hmm. I got a parking ticket the other day for street sweeping. Uh, here in Los Angeles, that's a big thing. And you never even see people sweeping the streets. They just make you not park somewhere, and then nothing happens to that side of the street for the whole day. Mm-hmm. 
It's very frustrating, and it costs $63. Parking tickets? Not Get bad. your dang butt out of my face. Here, here. What's something that's irking you? Oh, gosh. Uh, you have something that's getting on your nerves lately? Let me think about that. You know, whenever... <clears throat> Whenever I uh, get home on Wednesday nights, mm -hmm. I play I play a show late on Wednesday usually, and there's a fella who's asking me for for some cash at the exit mm. that I always use. Same guy, friendly guy, loveliest guy in the world. But you know, I was loveliest guy in the world. I was trying to I was trying to give him a buck or two, and all of a sudden he saw this other cat across the street, and he was like, "Hey, get back here!" And he hopped on his bike. And he, like, tore off through the intersection after this other guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what you think of my generosity? Ignored you. You're done. Tell him to get his dang butt get out of Get your dang butt out of my face, yeah. guy. Nathan, you got something that's irking you? Oh, of course. So <clears throat> what, what is this episode airing, by the way? Um, this episode comes out. November 24th. Okay, perfect. So six days from now, uh, this studio that we're currently recording in will no longer be open because the uh, furniture store that's next door to us mm -hmm. uh, bought the building out from under us over a parking dispute. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, advanced furniture liquidators in North Hollywood and people listening to this, don't buy there. Get your butt out of my face. Yeah, get your dang butts out of our faces. Oh, and just, and just to touch... Get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And and the thing is, so for our listeners, they'll 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 know that we'll be in a new studio after yeah. this month, yeah. but um, it, we will have recorded several episodes into 2016 just in case we have some troubles, you know, and, and then tr in the, during the transition, mm -hmm. getting our things ready. But we will be bringing shows out. So don't let that thing that Nathan just said, worry you, listener. And I'm talking to you, and you know who you are. You, that you got worried, and, and I don't want you to be worried. I want you to feel okay. Nathan is irked right now, and I am too. But we will have plenty more episodes coming at you, so don't even sweat it. Um, I have another one. Um, allergies. My aller We were talking about this before the Whoa. show. And, you know, this year my seasonal allergies are out of control. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. Even when I start to laugh, I get a little bit of a cough. I can feel it in my sinuses and chest a little bit. And it's, it's just an undertone of allergies. And it's very, very annoying. So what I have to say is, hey, Los Angeles seasonal allergies, get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> Move along. Do you have another one, Chris? Do you have anything else that's been irking you? Oh. Uh, okay. You know, uh, here I am at a bar. I'm, uh, I'm not drinking... But I want a beverage. Mm -hmm. Maybe some flat Coke. So, some flat Coke. Maybe tonight I'm having a club soda. Mm -hmm. Bust out your gun. You fill up my cup. I'm going to tip you a buck. But all of a sudden you're charging me like 3 to $5 for a club soda? Ooh. Get your dang butt out of my face. Oh, yeah. That's good. That sucks to be charged for club, three to five dollars for club soda. Out of the gun. But at Food for More, club soda is about fifteen bucks too. So that's fair. Um, Nathan, you got another thing that's irking you? You know, I really don't. Maybe it's something just the that one. would. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe something that doesn't scare our listeners so much. They got nervous about that last one. <laughs> no, you feeling okay? No, you know. Otherwise, I'm I'm a relatively uh, happy. Uh, Person. Well, I'm a relatively happy person too, but I got things that irk my chain. Absolutely. I mean, this could be a good format to keep your happiness in in, in check. Yeah. It could. It could. Mm. Mhm. Mm no. Well, that's been uh, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. Do you yeah. feel better getting some of that out of your? Oh yeah, your I got face? that off my chest. Um, and I'm gonna I'm going strong into the day now. Cool. Well. That's good. That's what this that's what this podcast is all about. Inspiring, motivating you to have a better week and our listeners to have a better week mm -hmm. and all that. So this next segment is new for us. This is our first time doing it here Ooh. in the studio, but I think I think by the time the listeners will hear this episode they might have heard this segment a couple times, but it's new to us right now. And this segment is called Green Light, Red Light, Yellow Light. Hey, there aren't no more lights. Okay. Okay. So what happens during this segment is I give you a topic, and I'll say green light, okay? And then you'll talk about that topic, and then 
when I've had enough of it, I'll say red light. At that point, you stop talking. Yes. And then, when I say yellow light, you are to proceed with caution. Slowly, deliberately explaining your point of view on the subject so that I and my listeners can understand it. Does that <laughs> make sense to you? Um, and not... then, when I've had enough of that... Exactly. That's when we get to no more lights and the segment's over. Okay? You're not even driving at that point. Exactly. The topic for today's green light, red light, yellow light, hey, there are no more lights, is dogs being the slaves of men. Can you speak on that? Not yet. Wait for green light. Your opinions on dogs being the slaves of man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Green light. Well, uh, I think it says um, in the dictionary that man has dominion over beasts, and so dogs and many other animals and robots of the world are our slaves. Well, red light. Okay. Proceed with caution, yellow light. <clears throat> Slowly. So, uh, we've got to keep track of these slaves because dog slaves dog slaves <laughs> i can't believe i'm saying these words um because if the Me robot neither. nation turns against us we're gonna have a skynet scenario on our hands and you know slowly how that can get out of control hey there are no more lights and that's been green light red light yellow light hey there aren't no more lights <clears throat> So, the next section of this show is a segment that everyone loves called Secret Moments with Ryan. <laughs> the Secret Moments with Ryan is special to me because it's another one of those things, kind of like Compliment Corner, that's just about you and me and hanging out mm. and being friends. And I, I'm someone that's like a friend collector, and with my friends, I, I love to have these moments that are just for us. I'm not going to Skype it. I'm not going to Instagram it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to put it on Tumblr. Which shouldn't be pronounced Tumblr because there's no E and that makes me mad every day I see that. Mm -hmm. But basically, what's going to happen is, in Secret Moments with Ryan, I'm going to show you a picture. And the goal of this game is not to give clues to the audience about what you might be looking at. They shouldn't know. know. All we're going to do is talk about the emotions that are evoked in you and I when we see this picture and and how we relate to each other and we learn from each other. Of course. Meanwhile, the audience is just listening, and they don't know what's going on. No, okay? nor should they, I don't think. Yeah, it's a secret moment with Ryan. This is our time down here. Yeah, so welcome to Secret Moments with Ryan. Here's your first picture to look at. Wow. Do you know what this is? Just a flood of emotion. Right. Is that is that how you're feeling? You're getting a lot of emotions oh, flooding into you? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me all the way back, you know. Nostalgia. Of course. What else? There there I am, summer of 85. Mm. You know, long before many of you were born. Yeah, how old were you at 85? Um, in 85, I mean. You would be 85 if you were at 85, I guess. But uh, in 85, how in old 85, were you? In 85, I would have been maybe four or five. Mm, okay. Um, and I wasn't born until two years after that. So I wasn't even a thing. Uh-oh. I was still dead at that point. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't even not dead yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the days, yeah. You missed it. So, 80, summer of 85. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Here's our next picture. Wow. Sorry, I zoomed in too far. There we go. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's troubling. Troubling. Deeply troubling. Oh, okay. For the future of our children. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't feel that at all. I don't get that feeling at all. I mean, if this is what's coming down the pipeline, mm. uh, I don't know if I'd be comfortable having kids and bringing them into a world where this is... If I saw this coming down a pipeline... <laughs> exactly. I'd be weirded out. Top speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. For my listening audience, that was not a sound that Nathan edited in the post. That was a real life. That was a real life moment for Chris, hmm. seeing this picture and making a sound to explain kind of how he was feeling at the moment. Isn't that right? Exactly. Interesting. 
Where'd you get that photo? Mm -hmm. I don't share that information with anybody. That's a secret Ryan moment with Ryan. It's prudent. <laughs> it's kind of a need-to-know basis kind of thing, and you don't need to know. Mm. Wanting isn't needing, isn't it? I'll just wonder relentlessly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, on to our next little segment here. I have a game, another game here called Own, Destroy, No Exists, But Never Enjoy. This this game is kind of like, have you ever heard of the game FMK? Where you pick a you get three celebrities and you pick one to sleep with, one to marry, and one to kill. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Game. It's a horrible, awful Play game. It all the time. So this is a similar game to that, but it's called Own, Destroy, No Exists, But Never Enjoy. So I'll give you three things. You pick one to own, one to destroy, mm. and one that you'll know that it exists and everyone can have it, but you can never enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay? You ready for this? I think so. Probably not, though. Okay, now I am. Okay. The three things are coffee, yes. pool parties, Ooh. high fives. Oh. So you have to pick one of those things to own, one of those things to destroy, and one of those things that you're going to know it's out there, and everybody else can have it, but you can never enjoy it. Hmm. Coffee, pool parties, high fives. High fives are something we've had, I think, three of today already. Absolutely. I'm going to own the high five. You know, you can't live without a high five. Mm. In a band that I play in, we've got a, a song called I Want a High Five with You. Oh. i got to keep that. What band is that? We're called Gumby Brown and the Nifty Critters. Yeah. <laughs> Gumby Brown. I like it. Thank you. Um, okay, so owning high fives. What are you destroying? What are you knowing exists but never enjoying? We're going to destroy pool parties. Ooh. You know, at a pool party, I just feel jealousy. There's other people out there, toned and tan, having mm. fun, and it makes me jealous and uncomfortable about my body. Okay. And I'm like, I can never be in that pool. You know, I could never oh. have fun like that. That's well, not very inspirational or motivational. And so, uh, we'll get back to that. <laughs> just ask that off the list. Okay. You know? If I can't ha have fun, no one should. But so and so, the thing that you're gonna know exists but never enjoy is coffee. Mm -hmm. Do you drink coffee at all? And uh, you know, I'm uh, not drinking too much coffee right now. I'm on a clean kick. I'm just mm -hmm. seeing how how clean I can run. Mm. Burn burn an ethanol. High here. efficiency machine. Exactly. But that's that's nice of you. I think people really do depend on their coffee, don't they? Oh sure, I would I would be a, a pariah mm -hmm. if I were to get rid of get rid of the coffee. Nathan, do his answers line up with how you would answer? I saw you shaking your head a lot in in, in agreement. You hmm. know, uh not exactly. Um I'm I'm not personally a fan of high fives, but I would not want to deprive anybody what? else of them. I'm <clears throat> a high five guy. But coffee, coffee you enjoy coffee. Coffee though. I enjoy. Pool parties I would get rid of for I don't know. It's because if I have to choose, I like pool parties. If I have to choose between coffee and pool parties, though, I'm going to have coffee. Because mm -hmm, that's a day-to-day, -day, every day. I'm not going to not have pool parties if... And, no, I can't have pool parties exist and me not be there. Hmm. Hmm. You can pool be, party every day, no problem. I would rather just, exactly, I do. But I would rather just destroy if my options are destroy or no exists and never enjoy. Because I do have to have the coffee. Prince... Pool parties like it's 1999? Routinely. Hmm. Alright, so now it's time for our second ad. And this is an advertisement that uh, actually Nathan found, uh, is friends with these people. This is a company called Alterations for Altercations. Nathan, do you want to have a chance at explaining this? And I will interrupt you and make fun of you if you mess it up. Sure, absolutely. So this is a company. It's a standard alterations type company. You mm -hmm. take your garments to them and uh, they'll make, uh, you know, uh, any adjustments that you need made. Uh, if you do not like the way that it fits when you get it back, you have to fight the seamstress. Mm. In order to get them to fix it? No, you just have to fight the seamstress. They, they're not going to do anything about it afterwards. You just so what happens if you like the alterations? Cool. Just walk away. You just walk away. Yeah. Threat. I mean, you pay. threat level zero. You pay regardless. You pay either way. You pay either way. But hmm. if you don't like it, you have to fight the seamstress. It's a battle to the death. No, no. To the pain. Maiming. To the pain. Know. 
Like like on Princess Bride. <laughs> Mild lacerations. Do you remember that? Oh, vividly. To the pain, and he goes, to the pain, what does that mean, you know? And he just tells him this horrible story about what he's going to do to him. Exactly. Meanwhile, he's he can't even get out of bed. Mm-mm. But he didn't, they didn't know. He didn't, and you're like, you know. oh, curtains. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley. Prince Wesley. As right? you wish. Princess. Best sword fight in the history of, of film. Wesley and Inigo Montoya? Exactly. Mm, it is amazing. And the, and then the R-O-U-S's. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Rodents of unusual size. We have those in my neighborhood, actually. <laughs> That's the sound they make when they get stabbed. <laughs> and they're in the fire swamp. It's like... <laughs> That's all the sounds of the... Of the of the fire swamp. Chilling. So back to this ad. Alterations are altercations. You're getting your pants altered. You're getting them. Um, you've gained a little weight, or you've trimmed down a mm-hmm. little bit. You need to get new pants. Going fitted. to cutoffs. You go in there. You say, "Hey, look, I put on a couple lbs." Or, "Hey, I melted some lbs off. Put these pants on me and get them all fixed up." Mm-hmm. And they go, "No problem." So on a, on a normal day, they're probably getting it right. They're they're getting it right. That's fine. But some days. They're messing it up. Blowing it. And when you go in there to complain, you fight to the pain. <laughs> if you want to complain, you got to fight to the pain. It's a good oh, slogan. I yeah. think we should propose that to them. We will. I think we will. I think we just did over the podcast, and we'll send them an email. Can you send them an email while we're, fi- while we're closing the show? I can, but I have a question preemptively. <laughs> if, if they don't like that, do they have to fight you? Uh... Everybody fights me when they don't like something, and I mm. fight some more than the pain. I'll tell you that much. Ryan is super actually, strong. He fights with people that that like him too. He just fights a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's good practice because I mean you want to be chopped up when the when mm-hmm. the big match happens. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember where that quote was. Keep your enemies close, or keep your friends close, but your enemies Closer. so close that your faces come together really close and you almost kiss. I think that's uh, Gandhi. Mm. I honestly can't remember where that quote was. It's not mine, but I do. I have applied it to my life, and that's how I. That's exactly where I keep my enemies. I think that's actually the tagline for Tender. Tender? You said Tender. Tender, tender. like Tender Greens. Is that yeah? Is it Tender Greens and Tender's app that they coupled together on a team? Yeah. Tender. Tender. That's brilliant, though. Swipe if you like pictures of kale. And then it's like, oh, I like this person. We're going to meet up at Tender Greens. Mm. Grab a salad. Yeah, I'll take my roast chicken with radicchio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Virgin, please. (laughs) I don't know what those farmers are doing to those virgin, non-virgin kale. (laughs) Uh, Gives you the chili willies. But it's not October anymore. It's the end of November when this episode comes out. So we all should be feeling better. October was the spookiest month of the year, and and this episode comes out in November. But we are recording in October, so that's kind of why we're all spooked out still. Are, would you say mm-hmm. you're spooked out right now? I'm freaked. Yeah, Nathan, you're you look you look frightened, almost at, ready to jump out of your flesh. I'm actually just always this pale. Mmm. Interesting. Touche. It is. It, it is a touche in a way. So. The last part of our show is basically the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong. Mm-hmm. And the strength level today was one of those old school wizards with all the tricks and the lightning bolts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, are you super strong? I'm incredibly strong. Yeah? Exactly. So, what I, as we've said multiple times in this episode, is that <clears throat> this is a motivational, inspirational podcast. And what I like you to do, or my guests in general, is to give some advice to my listeners on how they can become super strong this week. And that can be emotional strength, spiritual strength, physical strength, mental, you know, all these type of things. And you can give some advice so that over the next, over the, this coming week, they can take those steps and say, hey, you know what? I didn't know who Chris Hackman was when he came on the show, but over the course of the last hour of my life, listening to his music, hearing his views on apples, you know, Hearing all these things about Chris Hackman, I like him, and I want to be like him. Aww. How do I be more like Hackman? Has anyone ever called you Hackman? Like oh, Pac-Man? Just constantly. Waka, 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 or whatever that sound is. The Pac-Man sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have. Do you like how Pac-Man chomps those little balls? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, Mrs. Pac-Man does just as good a job. Oh, it is 2015. That's a very economic answer for you to say that. And and it is strange that we've talked about Hungry Hungry Hippos and Pac-Man in the same episode. I find it highly unusual. It's very interesting. Considering that we're doing I haven't that. talked about either of those subjects in months. Okay. Well, let's get back to the question. What are some strengths my my listeners can take to be more like Hackman, Waka Waka? Well, my my only advice is it's all about gravity. Yo. Mm. So gravity is an invisible force. To most. Infinite power. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, That surrounds us in all things. And my trick was I figured out how to harness that energy. Mm -hmm. How did you harness gravity? Um, That's proprietary information that Mm, I really can't So you're just telling them that they should do that too. But if you look into it and you can figure out how to let gravity do the work for you, you're going to be times ten in no time. Isn't it interesting how every time you jump, you're kind of like beating the crap out of gravity? Exactly. And you flip it off. Uh-huh. It's like, sure, I'm going to come back down, but right now, I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I like to do that whenever get I Get your jump. butt out of my face, gravity. Yeah, oh, yeah, get your dang butt out of my face, gravity. I want to do a little moon bounce. Exactly. Uh, so, so gravity, try to harness the power of gravity. Absolutely. Um, what about mental strength? you do anything mentally throughout the week that you could uh, offer our listeners? Sure, tons of logic puzzles, tons of uh, just mental workouts mm. constantly mm-hmm. throughout the day. Stretch those brain I'm challenging myself as I'm driving, I'm memorizing stuff, mm-hmm. and remembering stuff I memorized 10, 20, 30 years ago. Mm. Like what? Give me one example from seven years ago. From seven years ago, um, here's a little number sequence I memorized one time. 51, 22, 21... 112. See, a normal person, that's going to in one ear, out the other. Right, but you you did that on purpose, and you remember that. Exactly. Mm. It's in lockdown. And now we know his special codes. What what were those numbers again? Or another example is I met this band the other night, uh, and their names were Taylor, David... Uh, Roland and Jay, They're, and that band was called Royal Jag. They kicked ass. Taylor, David, Roland, Jay. Yep. Hmm. Royal Jag. Hmm. Okay. What about spiritual strength? You do things spiritually throughout the week? You a spiritual man? Well, you know, funny you should ask, I live at a Buddhist temple. Right. I did know that about you. We've talked about this before, over Bergies. Mm-hmm. Bergs. Bergs with no fries. A we unique L.A. Bergies. phenomenon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, and LA fries come separate from her burger. <laughs> your dang butt out of my face, no fries. That's a good one That's for not get chill your dang at butt out all. of my But we're not in that segment, so please don't Sorry. say that. <laughs> uh, you know, I do practice daily meditation mm-hmm. for what it's worth, which is maybe nothing or maybe everything. Mm-hmm. No way to know until you're uh, taking you gotta, the old dirt nap. You right? gotta get the right exactly. Oh. No way to know until bye bye. then. Exactly. Mm hmm. I, I do think it is funny that you don't know that. I mean, nobody knows, you know. Hmm. You know. Nobody Until does. you take the dirt nap and then you find out, for sure. Yeah, if then. Mm-hmm. If then. I guess that's a, that's a good point. What do you think, Nathan? Do you think meditating is everything or nothing? It, it is both. Oh. Very wise sounding. Hmm. I have my moments. I bow to you. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to go out on a positive note on Nathan. This is not Nathan is super strong. That's regular strength Nathan over there, just so you know. So, basically what we're going to do now is give you a chance to plug some of your products. Because I had you on this show because you're an amazing musician. You wrote the music for our intro and outro. And we always like to talk about, hey, you like this guy? Go check him out. You know, check him out on social media. Check him out at this bar that he's playing at. Check him out on Tinder. Swipe right. You know? That kind of stuff. There I am. So let's talk about some plugs. What do you got going on, man? Do you have anything to plug? Oh, well, I guess this comes out uh, late yeah. November. So if you, I don't know if you have any dates yet, but we'll plug stuff at the front of the show for you as well. Right, exactly. Oh, after November. Uh, I've got some stuff penciled in, but not locked. Mm-hmm. But uh, aside from Velvet Buck, which if you like what you hear on, on the intro and outro of the show... Uh, hit up Ken W Publishing, there's more music where that came from. Yeah, a ton. And it's all sexy and sassy and waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Um, mm-hmm. 
recently formed uh, a band I'm super excited about called uh, the Fuzzy Crystals. Ooh. And we're we're a soft rock band. You know, mm. a little bit Grant Grant Parsons influence in Buffalo Springfield. And we've got some shows coming up that'll be done by the time you hear this. So, okay. You know, but uh, find find us online. We've got uh, a song out right now called Wasted. Mm-hmm. And a whole record coming Fuzzy out. Fuzzy Crystals. And they can look that up. Where, where are you at online? Facebook and Facebook.com slash Fuzzy Crystals. SoundCloud slash Fuzzy Crystals. We're on Instagram. Um, all of those places. Cool. And Green Horse, are you guys doing anything coming up? Green Horse, uh, we're doing good. Um, no shows on lock right now. We've got mm-hmm. uh, we're on a bit of a hiatus for live performance. Mm-hmm. You know, did lot- you guys didn't you guys just do a show on Monday night this Monday or was it with a different band? That was with the Fuzzy Crystals. Oh, okay, okay. I couldn't make it because I was also currently doing a show Sick. that night. So we were just being bros through the through the musical waves of Los Angeles. That shows, night. bros. Mm, shows, bros, man. <laughs> <laughs> different parts of town, different types of shows, but hey, man. Absolutely. Shows before... Bro- Can you edit that out? That didn't land how I wanted it to. Actually, I thought it landed fine. Shows before bros? Yeah, well, you, you say it, Joe Grimes. Bros show, because you've got your own show. So show shows bros. Before bros. Shows but before bros. And maybe we'll all have a show on the same bill together. And then yeah. it's not like either or a thing. That's true. See, that's when that saying doesn't really work out. Hmm. 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 Uh, what about you personally? Do you have any social media tags people should follow, like Instagram or Twitter? <laughs> on Twitter, I'm Wyoming is dope. Wyoming is dope on Absolute, Twitter. That's right. That's where I'm from, and I tweet infrequently. But when I do tweet, it is worth the wait. Mmm. Mm. I like the sound of that. I like a good thought about a tweet. Nathan, you don't tweet. I don't tweet. I kind of don't do social media at this point. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. He avoids it. I, huh. I was I was an abuser of Facebook. I was I was that dude from the, and Instagram too. Oh right, where you did you did big rants. I was there pretty much nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't. Good mm-hmm. call. Yeah, he was one of those guys that said, "Everybody cares about my opinion. I'm gonna shit on everybody right now." <laughs> pretty much. And then I would laugh and laugh and laugh because I do that. Anybody that posts long long rants about stuff, I laugh at them because I just use social media for funsies. Oh sure, for for fun, profit, you know. Get. Uh, I'm way more of a physical fighter than a mental one. I don't use my mental strength on puny social media people. Well, that's where you and I differ. Mm. I go for muscle, and I use I harness gravity like you talked about, and I use that. Exactly. I mean, you do have big muscles. Is that just genetics, that or right. do you have a, a gym membership or something? Uh, well, that's, we, we should talk about that off mic. I don't, I don't often talk about how I get super strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll do some plugs really quickly. Um, I always like to, I always plug you actually at the end of my show. So I'm going to skip that plug because this whole show is kind of a plug for you. Ow! So I, I always plug you, Chris Hackman, but I also want to plug <clears throat> the fact that Nathan is my producer and, you know, he's doing all these cool things for the show. And uh, No Town Sound, right, on social media, which you don't do. (laughs) (laughs) No Town Sound on social media, which is not being posted to, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then Chad Coleman did our logo art and all our avatars for our social media. Um, And I will plug our social media, which is Twitter, at SuperStrongRyan, when we tweet all the time. Um, And uh, Instagram, it's Ryan is Super Strong. And the like I said before, the Instagram is where we're putting out lots of jokes, lots of inside scoops. You're gonna get the pre- the preview of who the guest is that week. We we put it out on Monday who the guest is gonna be, and on Tuesday we release the episode. And then we put little funny stuff throughout the week. Sometimes about the guest, sometimes about the shows that we record. Sometimes stupid pictures of Nathan doing stupid stuff. Sometimes pictures of me getting super strong. All kinds of mm. things. It's great. Um, but also, if you could please go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast, we're getting more and more ratings and reviews, which is awesome, and we're climbing the charts, and we're getting more listeners all the time, like throughout every week, so we're having, we're very happy about that. So thank you. Would you like to say thank you to them for following and listening? Thank you. Yeah. Chris, do you want to say thank you? Thank you. Oh, that was nice. I like that. So I think with that, I think I've plugged everything that's important to plug for now. That's what she said. And we will... <laughs> <clears throat> going for the close today. As you all know, I always like to take this last moment of the show to talk to you, and you know exactly who you are this week. 
I've been in touch with your parents. They're worried about you. Not for most worries that kind of come around, but because of the group of kids you've been hanging out with. And I won't say your age, I don't want to call you out, but you know who you are, and you're hanging out with some rough hooligans, and you're feeling uncomfortable, but you don't have to do what they say. You don't have to do what they say, okay? So get out of there. If you want to hang out with your mama and papa on a Friday night and play a little Jenga, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't worry about it. Hang out with your mama and papa. They've got good advice and stories for you. And The next thing you need to do after you've gotten comfortable not hanging out with those hooligans is look yourself in the mirror like I've asked everyone to do. And listen to this podcast again and say, Hey, Chris Hackman's cool. Ryan's super strong. Regular strength Nathan was really in a weird mood today making Ryan mad all the time. I want to be like those guys. And then you take the steps. You take all the right steps to be super strong, just like Ryan.